That day, after school, I went out alone, climbed the fence. There were dozens of kids playing in the gathering dark. There was a slide on a bare patch of ground. Someone had brought a lantern down. They slid through its pale glow, clashed into each other, went sprawling, laughed, and squealed. Kit, someone yelled. Come and play, Kit. Then screamed, Ah! <laughs> I waved and walked on. The frosted grass crunched and crackled under my feet. The house lights from the opposite bank shimmered on the slow river. Stars brightened as the dark came on. No moon. I looked down and was certain I saw ice forming there at the river's edge. Cold enough, I thought. Bitter cold. I closed my eyes, saw Grandpa as a boy, slipping and sliding on the ice. I smiled to myself, then heard a whispering, a tiny giggling nearby. Opened my eyes saw nothing. Who's there? I whispered. I stared into the dark, squinted, heard the whispering again. Who's there? Then there came a sudden growl, a mutter. Down. Leave him. Ask you, I whispered. He lurched out of the dark, the dog beside him blacker than the night. He stood yards away from me. My breath quickened, heart thudded. I reached into my pocket, gripped the ammonite. I got your picture, I said. He grunted something. It's brilliant, I said. He held the dog by its collar. Its white teeth glistened in the dark. I know it is, he said. I put it on my wall, Askew. You, he said. Bloody you. Me what? You, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Butter wouldn't melt. Hey? Hey, hey, it was you that spoiled it, Mr. Teacher's pet. Hey, it was you that brought her running. He stepped closer, gripped my collar. What's it about you that gets everybody running to protect you? We watched each other. Don't know what you mean, I said. He growled and the dog growled at his side. He'd tear you limb from limb, he said. Ask you, I said, exasperated with him. You, he said, you and that stupid pretty thing. I tugged away. Get off me, I said. You're being... He gripped me tighter, so tight I could hardly breathe. He glared and his eyes glittered with the reflected light. What do you want, I whispered. From you? Nothing. Note. But he held me close. Kit Watson, he whispered. Kit Watson, age thirteen. What's it like? Eh? Hey? Hey? Living death, what's it like? Like nothing, I said. It's nonsense. Hey? He grunted again. He wanted to hurt me with his grip, wanted to frighten me with his eyes. But I could feel that his grip was also a way of clinging to me, that his eyes were also filled with yearning. It was Askew who needed someone to protect him. Askew who needed love. You could be something, you know, I said. He sneered. You could, I said. Your drawing's brilliant. You're throwing yourself away. You're being stupid. The dog growled, strained against his grip. We watched each other in silence. Watch what you say, he said. Just watch it, Kit. I heard wordless whispering around us again, an intake of breath. At the edge of my vision, in the darkness, children crouched and watched us. I turned my eyes from Askew, peered past him, squinted. 
He laughed, low, guttural. Aye, he said, there's them that see and them that don't. You're closer to me than you think, Kit Watson. I know that, I said. I met his eyes again. We're closer than anyone could think, I said. And I know we could be friends. He pushed me away at the word. Friends, he hissed. Bloody friends. He moved away with the dog. Yes, I whispered after him. John Askew, age thirteen. Friend of Christopher Watson, age thirteen. I stood there, listening, squinting, searching the darkness, then hurried home. And there were skinny children all around.